0: What do you think is causing you to feel that way? Like it's just gonna all blow up or go bust.
1: Uh, I wanna say that it's like that same feeling from when I was a kid. Like, I'm working really hard and I'm doing all the things that I need to do and then I still don't have anything.
0: Okay, so working hard and you're doing all the things that you need to do, but is that true? No, it's not true. Okay. Hi, I'm your host, Deshina, the Financial Freedom Coach. And today's episode really taps into a fear that we all experience at some point in our life. It's a fear that holds so many of us back from fulfilling our true destiny and keeping us stuck. It's that deep-seated feeling that, what if I'm not good enough to be successful or to achieve my dreams? In this episode, I speak with Jaden Anderson, Jaden is a licensed massage therapist and transformational healing coach. She started her business in October 2020 from nothing during the heart of the pandemic, and she has doubled her income each year. But despite that success, Jaden still has doubts. She worries that her success is not sustainable and that somehow, some way, everything is just going to blow up. But during this conversation, she comes to realize that that is one of her limiting beliefs. So lean in and listen as Jaden has a major breakthrough and we'll uncover the simple foolproof plan she already knows and needs to follow in order to push aside the doubt and continue reaching her ambitious goals. So let's dive in. Hi, Jaden. Hi. So good to have you here today. Thank you so much. Okay. So before we really dive into your ambitious goal and where you are with that, I always think it's good to to know a little bit about where people came from. And as a financial freedom coach, I want to help women dream bigger and actually believe that they have the power to make those dreams come true. So that's why I created this podcast so that they can be inspired by other women like yourself who are actively chasing your dreams. And of course, we all know that money touches every area of our life and it often affects who we become and the financial decisions we make as adults. So I always like to start by talking a little bit about how we developed our relationship with money. And that typically begins when we're children. So tell me, Jaden. When you were growing up, what did you learn about money?
1: Oh, when I was growing up, I always felt like we didn't have any, but we had nice things. And so it always seemed that I had my, so I'm like thinking about how my dad always told me that you have to take care of your money. Money is a tool. It's just to get you where you need to go. And that you had to do it like there was no help and that I felt like I had no help right growing up. And so it always was interesting how I had to, you know, if I wanted the fancy shampoo instead of just the dollar store one, I had to buy it. Uh, But then my dad came home with these fancy boats and this, you know, a new truck and a four wheeler. And I'm like, well, but why do you get those things? And then I have to buy my own shampoo. This doesn't make any sense. Um, so I, I grew up having a job from the time I was 10 <laughs> and I've worked ever since and never always worked hard. Cause that's what I was told to do and never seemed to have any money because while I was told money is a tool and it can help you get things. I was never, it never was explained to me how,
0: yeah, that's interesting. You know, that reminds me so much of a lady that I talked to when you said that money was a tool And it helps you get things, but it was never really told to you how money works. That reminds me of this lady that I talked to that said that when she would ask her mother for things like, not even big things, just little things like, you know, a toy, maybe from out of the market or, you know, a piece of candy or whatever. She told me her mother kind of got annoyed with her and said, basically, you're always asking for things you don't know the value of a dollar. <laughs> and she and she said she was like eight at the time. And, and that really just struck her because she was like, you're right. I don't know what the value of a dollar is. Nobody ever told me what the value of a dollar is. So that's what that makes me think about because I think a lot of times parents don't realize that kids don't understand money because they don't pay bills. So, and they don't know what the value of a dollar is. And that just made me think of that. And the fact that you felt like you never had money, but you felt like you needed money. Is that how you felt at 10 years old?
1: I felt like I needed to take care of things because I was told that I had to take care of things. And then... I didn't always know what those things were, but then I was like, oh well, you have to pay for this and now you have to pay for that and like oh you're gonna you know you're 16, you want a car I'll give you a car but now you have to pay for all of it I'm like uh, okay <laughs> And so I always just seemed to collect things that I needed to pay for and was like, all right, this is what I have to do now and this is like ha like always like on the edge of never knowing how to have enough and never quite understanding. Yeah. So how do you think that affected you? Uh, I mean, aside, aside, you know, creating continued anxiety (laughs) around money and never feeling like I had enough of anything. um, It always felt like I was expected to have more than I did. And I didn't know how to have more than I was already trying to do. And it just, it's all... As, like, as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, oh, I have all these feelings inside. What, what's going on? Huh, I never thought about these things
0: this much. That's okay. That's okay. And you're not the only one. I mean, a lot of us, I mean, we all have money trauma. That's, the, <laughs> that's what they're calling it this, these days, money trauma. Because, you know, we all have these things that, you know, from our childhood that affect us. And, you know, and it it starts from when we are in childhood. And a lot of times we don't even realize why we make the decisions or do the things we do. But it uh, everything stems back to how we relate to money and how we grew up, what we grew up experiencing and seeing with money. So, you know, when you really stop and think about it, it's like, hmm, yeah, I guess that would create some anxiety. If you're always told that you're supposed to take care of things, but not really told how to take care of things. That's how so many people end up in trouble with money because nobody really teaches us, you know, and if your parents, you know, sometimes our parents don't know maybe they're not good with money or they don't know how to, nobody ever taught them about money. They're just kind of trying to figure it out, but they don't know how to tell us. And so, you know, we, grow up, we just have to try to figure it out. And then it's like, sometimes it works. And sometimes it doesn't. For a lot of people, you know, we have to go through a lot of hardships before we actually (laughs) figure things out. I know for me, I definitely did. So yeah, so you say that created some anxiety now that you think about it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It definitely created anxiety. And I can, as I like, look back, I can see how, because I can, I can pinpoint when I start already getting better with money. You know, like when I, I had first gotten married, we, someone had gifted us with the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University, you know, like, and so we did that for a while. So like, you know, like I start slowly started understanding financial things better and then realizing that I've been married for what, 11 years now. So I, uh, When we first got married, it was always about like saving as much as we can because we have to pay for stuff and like, you know, being as frugal and I'm very good at not spending money and always pinching pennies. And it's interesting because it hasn't really, didn't really show up until about a few years ago to realize that my husband is really horrible with money. (laughs) And he would like just spend and spend and spend, you know, and when we were first married, we lived in Brooklyn. So It's very different from upstate New York, and that everything was really expensive. And when we moved there, I like we had like (laughs) $3,000. I was like, cool, we can pay rent for a month. Wow. (laughs) It was interesting to see his take on how to manage it, and my take on how to manage things were different. And so, you know, that caused a lot of conflict because he's like, all right, I just got to work, 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 work. And then I can spend and have the things I want, where I'm like, no, we can't spend anything. Right. And so then having, I haven't been till recently that we can find that balance right between saving and spending, because you got to have both. Otherwise you don't get to
0: have fun. (laughs) That is so true. That is so true. So that just makes me think just a little bit about how did you handle that situation when you were as a kid, when you were told that you're supposed to have money, you have to take care of things, but no one really told you how. So how did you handle that?
1: I just worked a lot. I feel like how I can see my husband did, right? Like I just worked as much as I could and kind of neglected having fun. Gosh, when I was 10, I worked for my grandfather. He owns um, a catering company and he also did like craft fairs and stuff. So I'd work with him. Uh, and then when I turned 14, I started working in the food industry and just always worked as much as I possibly could. And it didn't always make the best choices and how to make money. You know, there was a point in time where I was offered a full-time job that were like not great hours. So it was like overnights and whatever. I'm like, oh, but it's full-time and I'll make more money and I'll have benefits rather than realizing that if I took the part-time position, it would have been just mornings. And then I could have like actually done things and still like if I had done the math, it would have been more beneficial. I just didn't do the math.
0: Well, uh, yeah, well, you were never taught and you had to learn on your own (laughs) and figure things out. So once you got married and before you got that Dave Ramsey book, how do you feel like you handled money? Do you feel like you were you just were saving a lot and and afraid to spend? Or how do you feel uh, before that book came into your life?
1: Uh, I think it was more about like, all right let's just put everything on paper and hope we can make enough. (laughs) Uh, And I was just trying to just get to that number of like, all right, we have just enough. We have just enough to pay for everything rather, you know, and then after reading, you know, going through the whole Dave Ramsey thing, realizing, Oh, that's not enough. (laughs) We have to have more than so that we can save to help for the future. Like that didn't even occur to me that I could do that.
0: Now, I'm sure there are lots of people who have similar stories. Maybe they were told they had to be responsible for their own money, even as a teenager or kid. So when you grew up and you got married and you were the saver or afraid to spend money and your husband was the spender, how did you guys navigate that?
1: Uh, in the beginning years, since we had both done the Dave Ramsey thing together, it was a lot easier and we, you know, had more conversations, but then, you know, as the years go on, and <laughs> life gets in the way, it just, we kind of unconsciously just started splitting up who was doing what. And then, you know, it got to a point where, I mean, we currently have completely separate bank accounts because it got to a point where I was like, I can't, I can't manage it. Like I manage it all for a while. And he's like, well, I don't understand what's going on. So like, I want to manage it. So I let him manage it for a while. And then we had nothing. And I was like, uh nope, <laughs> I'm going to take that back now. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, well then we're going to separate this because
0: this is not working. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I mean, couples handle finances in different ways. So do you feel like that is working better for the two of you?
1: uh Now it is. Uh, I mean, that was four years ago, we split up our finances. There's some other stuff surrounding that and that he thought I was, you know, taking money from him when I was like, I actually just paid a credit card bill. <laughs> I didn't actually take this money, you know, and so like misunderstandings and whatever. And I was like, I don't want to deal with the misunderstandings. And so until more recently, we've had some like distrust around money with each other. But now that I had my own business for a year, like he also owns a business. And I think sometimes seeing the success that I've had, he gets a little frustrated because like, but I've been doing this for like three times longer than you. And how do you have money? Like, oh, you're not, you're not giving us the money to help with this. And why are you like, he's like, well, but how much do you have in your savings account? I'm like, I'm not telling you that. (laughs) Because you're going to think that I need to give this to go do something else. Like when this is already like set aside for something particular, like, nope, not telling you that number. But now he was asking me something the other day about like how to price a job. He does woodworking and stuff. And I was like, well, but how much is this going to cost? And how much is that going to cost? And we'd like, I walked him through the math and he's like, wait, it's just math. I'm like, it's just math. Is it? Oh, like... (laughs) And so I think we're in the process of a shift where now he's like, oh, okay, it's just math. Now I like, maybe he can start to understand why I'm like starting to have money, but it's taken a lot of coaching and a lot of people, you know, drilling it into me that it's just math and you have to know what your goals are so you can get there.
0: That is so true. That is so true. You you have to know what your goals are. You have to know what you value and prioritize. So that then it's just math. Once you get those things in order, then you're right. It is, it is just math. But that's interesting because I've heard this question before, you know, how do couples handle finances? And some people have joint accounts, some people don't. So that's good. That's okay. I mean, whatever works so that you guys can have that balance and a healthy relationship. But do you feel like you communicate more or communicate better now about money or not?
1: Yeah, we do. I think when we've boiled it down to it's just math and like, then we can put it on a piece of paper and be like, great, here are all the things I'm paying for. Here are all the things you're paying for. Let's equal this discrepancy because I don't want to, you know, like, and it's it's less emotional when you just bring it down to the numbers. And I think we've gotten better at taking the emotion out of it and just dealing with the math. (laughs) So it's definitely helped. (laughs)
0: Okay. So I was going to say, and how's that working out? Because money, it is emotional. So it's working for you guys to do it that way?
1: Yeah. I mean, we have a long way to go and it's, we're getting there.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Awesome. So tell us what kind of coach you are again and what drove you to get into that?
1: Uh, so I am a transformational healing coach. I focus on helping people heal their relationship with food. And I got into that because my coach who I got for my massage business. So I'm also a licensed massage therapist, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to do massage forever, always, cause it's very hard on your body. I knew I had to branch out and she helped me with the biz. Like she's specific for massage therapists. And then she was also like, Hey, I also have this other thing. Because being a massage therapist, she knew you also need to do something else. So she had a whole program, what's the name of the iHeal Institute, that helped me build that business from nothing to what I have now. And if you want to save your body, you need to do something else that doesn't include your body in a physical way. And so that's how I got led to transformational healing. The type that I've learned uh, is consciously working with your unconscious mind to Reprogram the behaviors that you've had before that are clearly not working. And so it's a different type of approach to work with your mind and your body and how the behaviors and actions that we take come from the emotions that we feel, which come from how we think about things.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That is one of my philosophies, you know, basically because your thoughts control your feeling and your feelings drive your action and your actions create results. So that transformation is at the heart of my financial coaching because I mean you can give people advice all day but the change only happens when people make that shift that mindset shift and change the way they think about money so that they can raise their energy level and start having different feelings about their money then they can change their actions and their habit and get different results because you know if you stay stuck with whatever you're feeling right now about money and you're not in a good place or it's not getting you the results that you want. If you stay at that same level or frequency, then you're going to keep those same results. So I totally get it. You have to really work on those thoughts and feelings and behaviors so that you can get different actions. So what's your ambitious goal?
1: So my coaching is a newer thing. So my goal with that is that I want my coaching to bring me in $20,000 a month. Right now, my you know my massage is bringing me ten. So let's you know try to get my my coaching up there so that I could do twenty total and then keep growing that. Because why not?
0: Why not? I mean, that's awesome. That is a, a great goal. So what worries you the most about this goal of bringing in twenty k a month with your coaching business or any of your streams of income?
1: That it's not going to be sustainable. Oh, then I'm going to why- get it, and I'm going to be able to do the work to get there and then something's going to happen. And then I like, I blow it all up and then I can't make anything.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, that's interesting. Why do you feel that way? I don't know because we create it to be sustainable. (laughs) Is it possible? Do you know people that do that, that have that sort of business? Yeah. I mean, my coach does
1: it and I seen the people, the other people that have gone through her program, like I see them doing it. And so I know it's possible. And somehow I think as humans, we want to be that like special case where like, oh, it's but it's not for me. Like, I can't, I can't do that. Right. Like, but also we want to, and the same, like the flip side of like, oh, but I'm going to, I'm going to be the millionaire. Like I'm going to win the lottery. And the same side of like, oh, but at, once I do that, it's all going to go bust. I
0: don't know. It
1: seems like a different side of the same coin.
0: <laughs> yeah so. What do you think is causing you to feel that way? Like it's just going to all blow up or go bust.
1: Uh, I want to say that it's like that same feeling from when I was a kid. Like I'm working really hard and I'm doing all the things that I need to And then I still don't have anything.
0: Okay. So working hard, you're doing all the things that you need to do. But is that true? No, it's not true. Okay. So then what do you think you would need in order to get past that feeling of like you're going to blow up everything, even if you make it successful, that it's not going to be sustainable? What do you think you would need in order to feel more secure? Oh, I don't know. That's a great question. Okay. So you said, you know, people who are actually doing the coaching business, are they making 20K per month or more?
1: Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm definitely trying to model my coach. Like she. I, I feel like we resonate because she, you know, she was a single mom and started from nothing. And now, like, now she's a multimillionaire with like a multimillion dollar company that doing all the things. And I'm like, oh, I, like, I see you do this and I, like, you're teaching me. So I know I can do this. And I don't, I guess there's just that fear that, like, I'm going to be the one that messes it all up.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you have like some limiting beliefs, but. Where do you think that's coming from? Oh. I don't know. I haven't thought about that one. I
1: know some other current limiting beliefs I have, you know, that I've been trying to work on or that I I am not good enough and that that I don't have anything worth saying, right? Like no one's going to listen to me.
0: Yes, yeah, so many of us struggle with that feeling not good enough. But is that true? No. It's not true. <laughs> So what do you need to do to to understand or to acknowledge that that is not true?
1: I think I just need to keep reminding myself of where I've come from, like how far I have come, right? Like I did start with absolutely nothing in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) I I started from the point of like, I, I can notice that all the times in my life where I've made a big drastic change that has been for the better it got to a point where I was like, F this, I'm done with how the things are. Like, I am not going to do this anymore. Right. And so, or like, especially when starting my massage business in the middle of a pandemic, everyone's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, well, why not? Cause what else is going to happen? They're going to shut the world down again. (laughs) I have nothing to lose. And I think now I'm starting to have
0: things to lose. (laughs) Ah, right. Yes. So tell me more. That's bringing up all these feelings of, well, now that I have things to lose, what if I can't hang on to this? Do you worry about what other people think about what you're doing?
1: Not anymore. Okay. Um, I think that now that my bank accounts have been growing and knowing where I came from, there were a lot of things that I was just trying to push past, or I guess like away from, right? Like I was trying, I was, All right, I have this, so like but it was also a goal towards. So I'm trying like, what is it now that I have that goal? Maybe it's because I have the
0: goal now. Okay. And what does that goal mean to you?
1: So I had a very specific goal of where I wanted my bank accounts to be at. And now like I've reached it more like recently. And now I'm like, oh no. What if what if it goes back down? What if my bank accounts aren't going to stay where they're at? What if they're not going to keep growing? Maybe I just need to make a bigger, very specific goal for <laughs> my bank
0: accounts. Okay, so you've saying you you've reached your twenty K month.
1: Ah, uh, so not for my actual
0: gross revenue, but like I've reached
1: my. I've reached a 20 K in you know, the bank account numbers, right? Like I have so many accounts that I'm like trying to get to certain numbers and I've reached that with one of them recently. So maybe I just need to keep moving that number,
0: keep moving the number. So what did you do that got you to actually achieve that goal of reaching your bank account, reaching that number? Great question.
1: I did everything my coach told me
0: to. (laughs) Okay. And did it get, get you where you want it to be?
1: Yeah, I got there by doing the things that were, you know, like taking the actions that I needed to.
0: Okay. So you did the things that your coach told you to do and it got you the results that you wanted. So what happens if you keep doing the things that your coach told you to do? Well, then I'll keep getting the results. (laughs) Okay. And what are your thoughts about that? What I'm trying to say is there's something that you think is going to come up that is going to suddenly stop you from doing what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I I do. I feel like there's something that's going to come up that's going to impede me from being able to take the actions that I need to take.
0: Okay. Like what? What kind of things could possibly come up that could stop you from doing the actions that you've been taking?
1: Um. I don't know. I guess like if I get hurt or like one of my kids gets very sick or like I get pregnant again. Not that we want to. Just Life happens. <laughs> um, I don't know. The economy goes crazy.
0: <laughs> the, world, the world goes more crazy than it, is. than it already has. Right. OK. So in the middle of a pandemic, you started a business from zero. So let's just say all of those bad things happen, but we started a business from zero and you grew it to 10 K and now you've hit a goal that you wanted to achieve in one of your bank accounts. When you started that business in the middle of a pandemic, were those the best circumstances? No, (laughs) no, they weren't. Okay. And why
1: didn't that stop you? Uh, I was determined. I was determined.
0: Okay. Okay. So if you got pregnant again or if you got injured, um, do you think that you'll be any less determined? No. Okay, so, okay, let me just ask you. If that happened, worst case scenario, what would you do?
1: Well, I'd wallow for a bit. (laughs) Okay. And then I guess I I would just do it again because I already did. So why not?
0: <laughs> exactly. That sounds like that's been your motto. Like in the middle of a pandemic, you start your your massage business and become a coach and you're like why not? Why not? So if you could do it before, why wouldn't you be able to do it again?
1: Yeah, there's that little voice saying that I am not good enough and that I'm not that I'm not going to be worth anything.
0: But is that true? No, that's not true. (laughs) Do you believe that that's not true?
1: I'm trying to.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, what's something that you can do to help yourself get over that feeling of not being good enough? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. So did you feel not good enough two years ago? Or when did that feeling start of not feeling good enough?
1: Um, I mean, that's been like an always thing. That's been an always thing. I, I, it's not specifically my father, but it's like always whenever I hear him talk about like my brother or You know, other people in my family, it's always like, oh, look at what they've done and look at this and look at that. And right. And it's never, hey, look at what Jaden did. It's always like, oh, well, that's not going to work. You're not going to be anything.
0: (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And how does that make you feel? Frustrated
1: and little and annoyed, angry.
0: Angry frustrated a little annoyed and what do you do with those feelings do do they hold you back
1: yeah they do
0: okay
1: I mean I've been working on resolving them but they you know they yeah. keep
0: coming so yeah so how how are you working on them
1: uh I mean currently today I've been trying to just feel them okay. <laughs> and and notice where they're coming from. Um, yeah, just noticing these
0: days. Okay. And then how do you get past that when you feel those feelings of, you know, anger, frustration, uh, not feeling good enough? How do you get past that?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I feel them for a minute and then I think I still stuff them down and just keep going with what I think I should be doing.
0: Okay. yeah. And how does that work for you? Oh, it doesn't. (laughs) Thank you, coming back. Well, so what do you think that you could do to get past that anger and that frustration and that sense of not feeling good enough? What's one thing you could do that could help you feel that less or help you feel better about that you are good enough? I mean, I just keep going. (sighs) Just keep going. Okay. So you don't let it stop you. And when you're doing this coaching, when you are doing your licensed massage therapist, are you good at it? Yeah. Do you feel rewarded? Um, Do you feel like you're helping people or making a positive impact? do you feel that?
1: Yeah, because I know that I can help. And my clients, whether massage or coaching, like they get the results that they came for. So I know that I'm good at what I do.
0: Okay, so you are good at what you do. You you understand that. Mm -hmm. So that feeling of not being good enough. Is that true? No, no. Are you doing what you want to be doing? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the therapy and the, the coaching, are those things you want to do? Yeah. How do you feel about those things?
1: When I'm doing them, I feel excited. And when I think about that, this is what I created for myself. Like I, I have like peace about it.
0: Do you feel happy? Do those things bring you joy? Yeah, they do. What would you be doing if you weren't doing the coaching or the massage therapy? Would you be doing anything else?
1: Goodness, um, probably in a job that I don't like.
0: <laughs> okay, so but the coaching and the therapy; those are things that you enjoy. Yeah, and you've said you. Do you ever get positive feedback from your clients? Yeah, it's great feedback. <laughs> okay, and how does that make you feel? Awesome.
1: <laughs> it makes me feel really good. Like I can, I'm doing the thing that I'm able to do and helping people.
0: Okay. And they give you positive feedback. So do you believe that they feel like you're doing a good job for them? Yeah. Do they come back to you? Yeah. Why would they come back? Because I'm good at what I do. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You think so? And how did you find those clients? Uh, most of them are referred to me. Okay. So you got clients by getting people referred to you. So if the economy blew up again, is it possible that people can still refer people to you? Yeah. Okay. And is it possible that you're going to lose your skills? No. Okay. So if everything went to chaos, what do you think would, you would do? in that situation, because you're worried that you're going to lose it all. So if the worst scenario happened, what would you do? I guess I would just use my skills to keep helping people. (laughs) Okay. So, and and you've gotten clients and and they give you positive feedback. So what does that tell you? That there's always going to be people (laughs) that need my skills. (laughs) Okay. And the fact that they keep coming back, what does that tell you?
1: But but it's not possible. <laughs> it's
0: gonna like blow it off. Okay, and that you also are you're good at what you do, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you get clients. That's why people come back. You think people would pay you if you weren't good at what you do? Uh, not for very long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the thing that you're doing what you love, you have clients. They come back to you. So. Do you feel that they believe that you are good enough to pay money to? Yeah. Okay. So the idea that you're not good enough, is that true? No. Okay. So, and if everything went to chaos, you've started a business in a pandemic, you've grown your business year over year. Do you think that you would stop doing what you enjoy? I mean, as long as you are physically capable, I mean, if you are physically capable, is there anything that's going to stop you from doing what you love? No. Okay. So how do you feel right now after we just had this conversation? Calmer. (laughs) Calmer?
1: Yeah, I I feel more sure of myself.
0: And your business coach, do do you feel like she's leading you the right way or not? Yeah, I mean, I, she's yes. <laughs> All right, and, and the actions that she's, she's told you so far they've produced results. Yes, they have. <laughs> do you plan on doing something different? No, <laughs> do you believe that following her advice is helping you? Yeah, are you con- going to continue to do that? Yeah, okay, so well, we know sort of where that feeling of not feeling good enough kind of comes from but I just wanted you to understand that you are good enough right because otherwise people wouldn't pay you and yeah. you know what steps to take right yes because mm-hmm. you have because you have a mentor that's helping you right and that's important I mean you've done all the right things you, you realize you needed help and you got a coach and it helped right yeah and you're finding clients and they're coming back to you so do you believe it's possible that even if you didn't make 20k in one month that you could make 20k in another month? Yeah. Okay. So how do you feel about this? You do you I mean do you really feel like it's possible to achieve that goal, that ambitious goal of 20K month every month? Do you feel like that's something you can do? Yes. I do okay. Okay. So tell us what what actions are you going to take to help you get there?
1: Well, I'm going to go do all the, all the classwork Then I, I have a whole list of things that she's you know, Hey, do these things. I'm like, great. Okay. Now I got to go do those things, which I had been avoiding. So I should just go do them. <laughs> yes. Why are you avoiding them? Cause I was afraid that <laughs> I'm not going to be good enough, but I don't have to worry about that. I just do the thing.
0: Okay. You're afraid you're not going to be good enough. So that helped that makes you avoid doing the actions that your coach has told you to do. So if you don't do those actions, what do you think are going to happen? I am not going to get the result that I
1: want. (laughs) not going to get there. I'll just keep staying stuck.
0: (laughs) So what is one thing that you are going to do to help you get to the result of reaching your 20K month? Well, I'm
1: going to go do those things that I was told to do to get me that goal. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And how do you feel about that?
1: Right now, I'm feeling very excited. I'm like, oh, okay, I have, I'll have an hour after this and I can go get some of that done.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, that's excellent. So one of the actions you're going to do is you got a business coach. She has the kind of business that you want, right? Yeah. Okay. And she's giving you the steps that led her to her success, right? And so far, you have been seeing results, right? So if you keep following the actions that she told you to do and doing the work, you believe that you will get the result? Yes. Okay. And do you believe that people are going to pay you to be a massage therapist or a coach if you're not good at it? No, they won't pay me
1: if I'm not good.
0: Okay, so the fact that people are paying you means that you are... I'm good at what I do. Exactly. Exactly. But do you believe that?
1: Yeah, I do. You do.
0: You believe it. Okay. Have you ever written down an affirmation? Uh, in regards to. Just anything.
1: Yeah, I've written affirmations.
0: <laughs> okay. What's an affirmation that you've written before? If you can think of one. Uh, wow.
1: Well, I hid it from the camera. It's usually right in front of my. Okay. Head.
0: <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs> Hey, I got. Affirm- know- I got. I got the same things. I got little sticky notes with with little affirmations on them. Yes. Okay. What does it say?
1: So my, it says, "Know your outcomes,
0: take action." Know your outcomes and take action. Do you follow that? <sighs> yes,
1: but not all the time.
0: <laughs> okay. So, but and then you do follow. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you forget. That's why you got to keep it where you can see it, right? So it can remind you. And now, you know, sometimes we have to tell our brain things and it might conflict with what we think right at that moment. Because like we said, our thoughts are what control our feelings. So we have to keep reminding ourselves what's true and what's not true. So the fact that you are not good enough, that's not true, right? Correct. The fact that you are good enough for people to pay you money and for you to get these results, you've already started, had a 10K month, you've hit one of your income goals and to grow that 20 month, the fact that you are good enough for people to pay you, that is true, right? So why don't you write down that affirmation? I am good enough and Mm. and start telling your brain that and looking at that because people are paying you. And they've come back to you. So that means that you are good at what you do. And if you follow your coach's advice to get to the next step. So you've already gotten this far. And do you believe that following that advice and doing the things that you're supposed to be doing, not avoiding things that will help you get to the next level? Yeah. Okay. so what's going to stop you today from getting started on those things that your coach, the actions that she gave you?
1: I mean, nothing. I mean, myself. Myself would be the only thing that could stop me.
0: (laughs) Okay. But do you want to actually reach those 20K months? Yeah, I do. Okay. So tell us your actions that you're going to do to get to the next level.
1: Uh, I'm going to write down that affirmation, (laughs) stick it on my wall. And I'm going to go do other things that I know I need to get done.
0: Absolutely. Well, just tell me, I just want to know that you do believe that you are good enough and that this goal of earning 20K a month, you believe that's achievable, right?
1: Yes, it is achievable.
0: Absolutely. So what advice do you have for other women who may be in that same situation where they don't feel good enough or that, you know, they got these little nagging voices in their head and it has them, you know, avoiding doing the actions because they they have maybe some fear. Do you you have fear, right? You yeah. never said the word fear, but you do have some fear, right?
1: Oh yeah, if fear
0: is there. <laughs> so, and what, what, what can you do to help you get over the fear?
1: I just keep taking action. We can, I can still do things while I'm afraid.
0: Absolutely. Fear doesn't have to stop you. Everything we want is on the other side of fear. That's one of my quotes that I like to say. Oh yeah. Okay. So are you going to let fear stop you? No. Okay. So what advice do you have for other women who may be in that same situation?
1: Do it anyway. (laughs) Be afraid and do it anyway.
0: And you believe that? Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jaden, for taking this time to share your experience and share your your concerns with us. So tell me, where where can people find you?
1: Uh, So my massage right now is fingerlakesmassagetherapy.com i'm also on instagram same fingerlakesmassagetherapy.com uh, my coaching business i don't have a website for yet but it will be jadenadell.com. i purchased the domain i just haven't made a website yet so
0: okay and what's been holding you up on that one getting that started
1: uh time i just have not sat down long enough to map out my website <laughs> I have the okay. ideas; they're here. So, gonna. It's on my list of to dos for the next two weeks. So,
0: it's okay, so you have it on the list of a to do list because I'm yeah. gonna say if it's up here, what, what can yeah. we do if it's up here? <laughs> what are we gonna do with the things that are up here? We're gonna take them gotta, from here, and we gotta get them out. Yes, and we're going to put them on paper, and then we're going to have a list of actions that we need to complete and a timeline. So, you said that you have. Uh, Within the next two weeks, you're gonna take the yep. things from here and actually start taking steps to get check them off your list, right? Because yep. if we don't take actions, how are we gonna get results? Oh, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jaden. It was so awesome to have you here. Um I'm, I'm sure there are so many people that feel the exact same way as you. That's why I started this podcast so people can know that there are other women that have goals and that they are, even when you are chasing your goals, you still, we still have fears, you know, that may be holding us back a little bit. And, you know, just knowing what other women are going through and some action steps that maybe we can take that might resonate with some people that, yeah, I am letting that hold me back too. And, yeah, I am, uh, you know, I do have, I do know what steps to take. My my business coach gave me the steps, but I've been avoiding it, you know, so why am I avoiding it? Because I'm, I'm worried that I'm not good enough, but you've just proven to yourself, you told us, people are paying you, you you're you good at what you do. So you what? You are? I'm good enough. You're good enough, exactly. Good enough. Okay. <laughs> and write that down. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. And please let us know. Follow up with me. I want to know because I want to know that what steps you took and then even beyond that, as you move forward. And and when you hit that 20K month, update us. I can update my audience, say, hey, I heard from Jaden and guess what? She's actually hit her target goal or she's actually taken some steps or, you know, whatever. So be sure to update us and it'd be great for people to see the progress that someone has made. So thank you, yeah, Jaden. Yeah,
1: and oh, I going to say thank you. Yeah. I, I would look forward to, to telling you when I meet my goal. So
0: <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women with Ambition, Making Money, Seeking Freedom, and Chasing Dreams podcast. If you enjoy this podcast and you want to hear more, then be sure to do these three things. First, hit the subscribe button so you'll be notified each time a new episode drops. You can also visit us on the website, extravagantlybroke.com podcast, and subscribe to our email newsletter for all the latest women with ambition information. Second, share this episode with your family and friends because sharing is caring and we can all help elevate each other. Third, don't forget to leave us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player so that we can continue to bring you more amazing stories from ambitious women just like you. So, that's all for now, and thank you for allowing us to inspire you as you pursue your ambitious goals of making money, seeking freedom, and chasing dreams.